Welcome back to another episode of The Spangly Show. I am your host, Mafe Salazar, and this podcast covers lifestyles, the trials, tribulations, and moments of joy of being an immigrant and having to live your life in two or more languages. I have exciting news. I told you guys that this was going to be the last episode of the season, but my best friend agreed to interview me. So next episode, it's going to be like a bonus episode, so... um. Stay tuned for that if you want to get to know a little bit more about me. She's gonna she's gonna come up with all the questions, so I have no idea what she's gonna ask me. So yeah, stay tuned for that episode. Today's episode is gonna be a little bit all over the place. You're gonna hear my thoughts on transit, the restaurant industry, camping in British Columbia, climate change, and a little bit more. So I'm not gonna do a, a formal introduction, so I'm just gonna get into it. Basically, I haven't taken transit um, in over two years. So the last week was the I took transit for the first time. And well, ever since I bought my car, uh, I don't have the need to take transit anymore. And other than that, the pandemic started. So I wasn't really comfortable getting into, um, you know, a bus or a train full of well, not necessarily full of people, but with other people. But on, when was it, Thursday, I decided that I was going to take transit because I wanted to go downtown. And first of all, I didn't want to pay a million dollars for parking. I have a couple of friends that I can ask if I can park at their place, but I wasn't really feeling that I wanted to see anyone. So, I don't know. I was. I think I was just meant to take transit that day because I was going through my through my stuff and then I found my transit card. And I was like, oh, okay, let's see how much money is um is on so like I still had like money from the last time I used it in I don't know two years ago so but like transit can be like a whole experience it can be very calming but it also can be like super overwhelming and exhilarating and nerve-wracking <laughs> because usually transit here like works really well like he it's like a VIP experience compared to back home like people are civilized, as in there's a string that you can pull or a button that you uh, or a button you can push to call for your stop. Whereas at home, you had to shout from the back of the bus and hope that the driver would listen to you and that he would stop. Also, there are designated stops over here, and I think there there's supposed to be designated stops for transit back home, but I don't think anyone respects it. So basically, um. The thing that makes it an experience here is the fact that literally everyone uses it. And sometimes in a couple of places, there's a lot of sketchy people that uh, hop on the train. Usually, like, nothing happens. Like, they don't they don't interact with you unless, um, I don't know, like, something you did, like, caught their eye. And then they feel the need that, to interact with you, which has happened to me in the past. <laughs> But most of the times they're pretty chill, like they just keep to themselves and they mind their own business. To me, like this experience was very calming. I was just like, it was in rush hour, so, and I was going like against the flow of the rush hour, I guess. Um, I was going downtown and everyone at that time was coming back home, so like uh, the other, the other way. And you know, it's, it's wild because like I, while I was living my best life, I was coming back home. I ran into a couple of people I knew from my restaurant days. Like I used to work as a server. Let me tell you, the restaurant industry is so wild. Like 
crazy. It's not only emotionally exhausting, it's also physically exhausting. You're on your feet all the time. You have to smile all the time, even if you don't want to. If you're having an off day, you have to put on a face and you have to show up as like this perfect smiley human being that just wants to serve other people. And it's just, it's so crazy. And let's say that you work the night shift, you're most likely to start working at 5 p.m. So by the time you're done, it's 1 a.m. or depending on what time the restaurant closes and you're like super wired because of all the energy you still have from running on your shift. Because let me tell you, this like gives you a lot of energy and there's there's no time for breaks. Like it, it's go, go, go from the minute you start, from the minute you clock out. It's so crazy. So anyway, so you still have all this energy from running on your shift. And what do you do with all this energy? Then you go out drinking because you and then you get home at around 3 a.m., 4 a.m., pass out at around like 5 a.m., rinse, repeat until your next day off where it's like you can do something with your life other than drink. And of course, when you're hanging out with the same people all the time and you're drunk all the time, you're bound to have drama and all like all the rest of our drama can be like so crazy. It's almost like a telenovela where everyone's drunk all the time. Because imagine having to deal with annoying guests and you have to tell them that they're right even when you know um even when you know that they're wrong. And honestly, like entitled people are the worst guests as a server can have because they already come with an attitude and expecting something to go wrong. So it's basically they're just calling in and obviously like those are the people that all the worst things happens that you forget about their wrench or you mess up their drink or (laughs) or you spill a drink on them you know it's just it's just crazy because it's so frustrating because you have to bend over backwards to make them happy even when you know that they're gonna leave a horrible tip and tipping here in Canada is so big so let me tell you why because Servers make minimum wage, which as of August 2021 is $15.20 an hour in British Columbia. There's, I think it varies uh, from province to province. So on average, if you work, say, 20 hours a week, so you're working part-time, you are making around $1,200 a month. That is pre-taxes, <laughs> which sounds like you could do a lot with $1,200 a month, but living in one of the most expensive cities in the world, you really can't. Um, basically that is all your money for rent. (laughs) So what do they do? They have to survive off of tips, which is where the real money is made. You always get to have cash. You can pick up extra shift if you want more, or if you really want to buy something and don't feel like taking money out of your savings, or if you don't have savings, I've seen people make up to extra, I don't know, like $5,000 a month just in tips. And that's on top of their wage. So, of course, like, I get why the industry is addicting. It's like you get to make money fast and then you get to make money easy. But obviously it comes with a cost. But you only make this kind of money during peak season, which is summer and the holidays. So if you're a seasonal hire, forget about having any time off because the turnover in the restaurant industry is so crazy that you get that you barely get any any time off. And then if you try to request like time off, it's like super difficult to get it because everyone wants to have it and it's so busy. Anyway, it's it's a whole thing. <laughs> but now I work regular hours and I get regular time off. So this weekend was a long weekend and I did something that I haven't done in a very long time. 
and it looks like this episode, I'm just talking about all the things that I haven't done in a very long time. <laughs> I went camping, and I went camping to the Okanagan. So it was my first time there, and I loved every minute of it. So I have camped a lot in my life, like a lot. Like I've been camping to several places in Venezuela. As a matter of fact, before I moved to Vancouver, I went to La Gran Sabana for 10 days. Um, when I went to Australia, we rented a camper van and drove from Cairns all the way down to Sydney in two weeks. But this is the first time that I've some that I've done something other than just camp and chill. Oh no, that's a lot. I did a lot more than that when I when I did the camper van in Australia. But anyways, like here in, in BC, like this is the first time that I've done like more than just camp and chill. So we went to three wineries and one cider house and it was so amazing. Like I love wine and I am living, <laughs> I am living for wine. So the only reason why I didn't bring um, more wine bottles was because we didn't have space because the cart was already full and packed to the brim. <laughs> um, but anyways, I really want to go back and experience the whole thing in the fall or at the end of the spring or in the very beginning of summer because here's the thing about August or like the end of July, there are wildfires. And I remember the first time I woke up and saw the sky covered in smoke. It was like post-apocalyptic shit. It was crazy. But at the time, I didn't really understand that the forest was an actual fire and the smoke that was covering the city was coming from far in the province. Little disclaimer, if you don't believe in climate change, please stop this podcast right now. You're not here for the right reasons. I believe that there's a lot more than, than, than that. I'm not going to say the government because i believe they're way we are way past government level um right now but maybe i don't know people that are really influential um in the world i don't know billionaires can maybe better allocate their money monetary efforts into things that really matter and maybe don't go to space for a couple of seconds and come back to earth or maybe also do that while helping um solve a world crisis just just a thought just a thought. Anyway, back to the camping story. We were the best dressed campers, um, or that's what we were told by one of the guys at one of the wineries. I am currently working on a video that I'll um, I'll link in the show notes when it's ready, and I'll also share it on Instagram and TikTok. So we went to the wineries, and then we came back to the campsite and chilled by the river. It was also my first time camping with a dog ever, so because I took Abby. And let me tell you, it was inter- interesting, and I thought it was going to be way harder than it was. Um, Abby was like an angel. She was super well-behaved. I'm guessing she was a little bit confused. Like, why are we getting in and out of the car so often? Like, what is this place? Why are you guys, like, all sitting down, and I'm just, like, here, <laughs> like, behaving? <laughs> but overall, like, she was a little angel. She was so cute. She's here by my side right now. And yeah, like camping in BC is like so easy because almost everything you find, um, almost all the information you find. So you basically only choose a place, make a reservation, pay a small, B- uh, small fee to BC parks, and that's it. You have beautiful outdoor space to enjoy for a weekend. And it's so crazy how beautiful this province is, like mind-blowing. I mean, there's Logan, this beautiful BC for a reason, right? So it kind of reminds me of Venezuela in the sense that you can experience a lot of climates in the same country. And well, like here is in the same province, but we have desert, which is um, Los Medanos de Coro. And then we also have the biggest coastline in South America. So we have 
we have beautiful beaches and we also have snow in the Pico Bolivar which is part of the Andes and you can even go to the Amazon forest so again here there's a little bit of everything and over there there's a little bit of everything and I love it so let's wrap this episode up and let's summarize about what I talked about on this episode so that you don't have to go back and hear me ramble <laughs> about all the things I talked about Uh, first of all, taking transit can be a whole experience. It can be calming or nerve-wracking, exhilarating, but either way, an experience. You get to choose your own experience. Hopefully, you get a calming one. Um, <laughs> hopefully, you don't get a lot of crazy people on the train. There's a lot of drama in the restaurant industry, and that's number two. I would uh, recommend everyone to work at at least one shift as a server or as anything in a restaurant because it's it can be very humbling <laughs> it can be very very humbling and it can remind you that you don't have to be such an entitled little bitch if you are one <laughs> um other than that please tip uh 15 or more if you don't have money to tip please uh don't go out if you don't have money to tip then you don't have money to go out period And last but not least, Camp NBC is beautiful and you should come visit. And if you're not from Vancouver and also when things eventually improve and when the world opens up completely, please go to Venezuela and enjoy it because it's such a beautiful country. And I wish everyone could experience it at least one time or at least just go to the beach one time because it's just it's just perfect. <laughs> And last but not least, remember to follow if you're listening to us on Spotify. Um, make sure that you are clicking the notification so that you get notified every time an episode comes uh, up. And make sure you subscribe, rate, and leave a review if you're listening to us on Apple. It would make the world, um, it would mean the world to me if you did that because this is how we grow. This is how we um make sure that more people listen to this if you leave a review on apple and if you have any requests again or comments or anything that you want to say my dms are always open so make sure that you dm me on instagram at mafe salazar again all of my information will be in the show notes so i thank you so much for deciding to spend your time with me so i'll see you next time or i'll you'll listen to me next time <laughs>